All right, gang, let's jump into this. Uh, I'm not going to lie. Uh, I, I, I'm probably going to get hit with uh, the people's demonetization. Yeah, yeah, today's going to be one of those days. Uh, in case you're feeling froggy, no one's obligated. At Robert Reed. At Robert dash Reed at 174. If you want to drop a little pocket change, go ahead. Because Uncle Bobby is a little bit upset. And I'm about to intellectually hulk the fuck out. So, wait. Yep, they said if you cuss within the first 30 seconds, your chance of getting demonetized, pretty low. 37 seconds. Let's connect some stuff here. Now, gang, every once in a while, the whole talking about Christianity thing, it just really pisses me the off. And let me tell you why, gang. Let me tell you the reason why. Let me get this set up because I'm super professional. Again, I told you, a lot of this is therapeutic for me. It is. Spent 39 years, despite what some of you Christians will say, yes, I was actually a Christian. Spent 39 years not just believing this stuff, preaching and teaching this stuff. I'm not going to tell you I'm as educated as like a Matt Dillahunty or someone like that, but I know the Bible pretty good. 39 years as a Christian, and now look at me, right? And so I think when I get this kind of agitated by these topics, you know, I, I think back, <coughs> excuse that, I think back when I was a Christian and, you know, we would talk about gay people. And, you know, you're getting your little pep talk before you go and tap people on the shoulder and tell them that they're guilty sinners and they're horrible and they're going to go to hell and all that crap. But when it was time to talk to gay people, you got the same pep talk. And I was like, do you care about your gay brothers and sisters? Like, well, hell yeah. Do you want to see them go to hell? No, 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 no. Then you'll go out of there and you'll shake them out of their apathy. Every, that's a sinful lifestyle. It's not a damn lifestyle. And again, you, it was like a pregame football talk. Next thing you know, you're slapping yourself and you're running over and you're trying to convince this person that you don't know that you know them better than they know their damn selves, right? And I, I think the fire that you guys hear in my belly when I talk about Christianity, it's like that, but now in reverse, right? And again, I found out, I learned that, the, that what I was taught, it was all sitting on some bullshit. And so when I hear a Christian say something that I would have said, I'm like, stop. I know what you're going to say. Don't say it. Because again, game. The game has not changed. I know, Christians, you guys think that no one's heard this stuff before. You couldn't be more wrong. Right? But, oh, I see why you're an atheist. You don't seem to understand the gospel message. Let me tell you the gospel message. We were all born sinners and Jesus died for our sins. But you think that was the first time I've ever heard that? Now huh? You think that's unique? Again, Christian, you guys love to have it both ways. You want your stuff out front and center, and it is. But then you guys act like this is the world's best kept secret. No one's ever heard of John 3.16. No one's ever heard of the concept of sin before. There's no such thing as sin. Grow up. Right? Again, ah, that's why. Gang, I, seriously. Like the things. Share the things. 
subscribe to the things, comment on the things. I don't want this to be an echo chamber. I want another Christian to listen to what it is I am saying. I do. Because this is the kindest message I could possibly tell you. You've been lied to. You have been lied to. Virgins do not get pregnant. Stop. Pump the brakes. I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear about miracles. I don't want to hear about she was chosen by God. Virgins don't get pregnant. Stop it. You were lied to. Adam and Eve did not start humanity. That is literally physically impossible. Noah's Ark did not happen. It can't happen. You were lied to, just like I was lied to. And so, gang, when I sit here and I think about this crap, that's why I'm pretty sure I'm going to max out on cuss words, which will push this into demonetization phantom zone. <laughs> no advertiser is going to touch this. But I have a bad feeling about this. I, I, I'm going to cuss a lot. So, there were some threads that I was in the last day and a half. And I was like, you know what? Let's share this with the group. Let's get this all out. Gang, the first one up was Ron. Gang, I'm pretty sure Ron is a shit poster. You guys know what that is? I guess kind of the fly-by-night name is a troll. A shit poster is someone who just gets on timelines and they post shit. They're just there to talk shit. They're not there to really add anything. And you can usually tell that you're with a shit poster when the person's been on Twitter since 2008. It's now 2022 and they've got like 97 followers, right? Bill, Apperstan, 16161616333344449789, right? That's how you're, you're dealing with like a shit poster. So I don't know if Ron is a shit poster, but it doesn't matter. Because this falls underneath the age-old heading of one person's joke. Let's turn that up. One person's joke, gang, is a million people's battle cry. Right? And Ron may not believe a word that's coming out of Ron's mouth. But it's a script. And it's one that we've all heard before. Now, gang, I got on <clears throat> this thread... Because I was tagged in. Again, I didn't get this person's permission. So, UV. So, again, let me take a look here. Okay. So, UV tagged me in. Because Ron, the shit poster, the Christian, I'm about to belch. I just belch. Hashtag unprofessional. Because Ron's just running off at the mouth. I saw a little bit of the thread. UV tagged me in. Because apparently Ron was starting to sound a hell of a lot like Frank Turk. You guys know by now my hard-on of disrespect that I have for fuckface Frank Turk. Not a fan. And so I was tagged in. And without even really reading the thread, but I trust UV. My, my tweet was, anyone who mimics the tactics of Turk is violently underqualified to be in a civilized conversation. Uh, let's see here. Oh, wow. 
Got a text, gang. Let's read it. Let's read it. Let's read it. Okay. Wow. Wow. Okay. Let's do this. Back on topic. That's amazing. But these are the people that I was talking about. Now I'm back, back on my train of thought. I told you, I have gone in on Frank Turk before on Twitter. And his little termites come out of the wood to defend him and say he's a respected academia. He's a next level philosopher. Now, gang, I actually used to like philosophy. It's a puzzle, right? What's the old saying? Uh, philosophy gives you questions that may never be answered. Religion gives you answers that may never be questioned. I love a puzzle, right? My pledging process was a puzzle. I loved it. It was like, let's do it again. Shit. I don't like philosophy anymore. If you're going to tell me that William Lane Craig, fuckface Frank Turek, have even had people defend Cy Timbrugan, if that's philosophy, I don't like philosophy. And I've got no problem backing out. You know, this is like a football gang. I cannot stand. I do not go to football. I love football. I, can't, I won't go to football game. I've, I don't enjoy it. First and foremost, there are people there. Humans, like lots of humans. I don't like being around humans. I, I just don't. And it, one thing that just irks my soul, the phrase gang that just hurts my feelings more than anything else is the phrase, what I would have done, it, it was like, stop it. You didn't play football. I can smell how unathletic you are from here. Right? You have never strapped it on a day in your life. And I'm going to sit here and listen to you tell me what you would have done when a six foot, six inch defensive end, he's six, six, he's 280 pounds. His name is Tyrone. You just watched Tyrone didn't speed rush. Nope. He didn't swat and swim. He didn't rip. Nope. You know what he did? He bull rushed. He absolutely just bull rushed your left tackle. Made your left tackle look like he's never put on a damn pad a day in his life. And now he's running at you. While everyone else has got their last name on their nameplate, you know what's on his nameplate? I fucking hate you. That was on Tyrone's nameplate, right? You can see the look of self-loathing he has that it's written on his face. If he hates himself, what makes you think if he cares a shit about you? His only mission is to hit you so hard that your great-grandparents, who have been dead for 57 years, he's going to hit you so hard that they're the ones who get the concussion. But you're going to sit there and say, well, what would I would have done? I just would have completely spun out of his tackle. I would have looked off the safety. Then I would have seen the tight end run the drag route, and I would have hit him for the first down. I can't stand that. So I don't go. You know the other reason why I don't go to football games? People stand, like, for the entirety of the football game. And I'm like, are these seats broken? Did, did I not get the memo? People stand up. Quite literally, gang, the last game I ever went to was a high school football uh, championship football game. Austin Westlake versus Midland Lee. 
And I went. Gang, everyone stood up. And I'm sitting down. After about the entirety of the first quarter, I tapped the dude in front of me. And I was like, dude, I have been staring at the crack of your ass quite literally for the last 30 minutes. Could you please sit down? Holy shit. And when he turned around, I'm pretty sure he thought some little petite cupcake would be standing behind him. Because you saw him do one of those, right? He realized it was me. Gang, he sat down. But before he sat down, you know what he told me? It's like, dude, I'm going to sit down. But this is a football game. People stand up at football games. Gang, my dumbass looked around and was like, he's right. He's absolutely right. No, I didn't say please stand up. I, I, yeah, I'm glad you sat down. But I've never been back to a game since. And as a former football player, I say thank you. I do. The game needs more of him and less of me. I am boring. I am quiet. I just want to watch the game. My point is, I don't belong there. So I don't go. That's my point about philosophy. Okay, fine. Turk is a next level philosopher. That is a grown ass man who's so smart, he got a PhD, he could defend a dissertation, but he needs you to give you the definition of the word good. Okay, fine. That's philosophy. Well, th then I'm out. Just like I'll never go to a football game, I'll never have a philosophical debate. Because if I have to sit here and define every word in my sentence, and you're going to tell me that's superior philosophy, then I don't, I'm not interested in playing your game. Right? And the other thing about this thread is, just like Face Frank Turk, this is how I know I am my father's son. I don't care about anything but the bottom line. I don't care about the fluff. I don't care about... What is the bottom line? I don't care if it's objective or, ob or subjective. I don't care if there's an absolute standard or a relative standard. What's the bottom line? Because I guarantee you, gang, if my dad was here, and if I told him, Dad, are you aware that people actually have these long debates on whether rape was objectively or subjectively wrong? You know what my dad would say as he's looking over his glass of cheap gin? Who gives a shit? Did someone get raped? Well, yeah, dad. But that's the end of the fucking discussion. Now go pour me another drink. My back hurts. You know what I would say? Yes, sir. I don't care. So this whole absolute standard, I've never cared. I've never cared. But apparently that's philosophy. So I'm just not interested. I, I backed out. And so I think I took what, so UV tagged me in. And my response was, Anyone who mimics tactics of Turk is violently underqualified to be in a civilized civilization. Uh, well, civilization, but conversation. Because I do believe that. I do believe that. Again, when your monkey ass can sit there and flash a picture of our dead Jewish family members from Auschwitz, and your response is, if there is no God, there's nothing wrong with this, it's just your opinion... If that's what you call superior philosophy, I'm not going to argue you. I'm not even going to talk to you. You're just gross, right? And so Ron responded, Instead of attacking Turek, please explain what's wrong with what I said. 
Well, you guys know me well enough by now. I'm a smartass. So you know what I said? I can actually do both. I can critique Ron's comments and I can dog shit out of Frank Turk. I'm just that goddamn good. So the first thing, because I went back in the thread a little bit, and the first thing I saw that just really hacked me the fuck off, that's why I'm mad, is Ron did exactly what these levels of Christians do, and that is assert the mindset of us atheists. Again, Christians, it's almost like we don't have to be here. And this joker sat up there and talked to UV and said, you actually believe in God. You're just, you're, you're just, you, you're mad at him. You hate him. So you pretend he doesn't exist. Christians just stop doing that. And I saw a post this morning from a trusted follower, philosopher, telling atheists, you know, maybe we should lay off the whole invisible man in the sky uh, song and dance because it's disrespectful to Christians. I didn't respond, but I'm not going to lie. I'm like, so what? So what? Right? We're sitting here having to defend us against others. Like, they're the authority on what's going on in our head. I can't stand that. Right? It's like, I again, I used to be kind of the happy-go-lucky Negro at work. Now, people know. If you don't step with 100% respect, he's going to rip you a new one. So just tread carefully. You're going to go and talk to the guy with the bad limp who sits in a chair all day. Okay, and there's one thing that I cannot stand. It's when people want to correct me when the topic is me. Like, and hold on, gang. Uh, I got to blind deaf heating pad in my lap so i'm sitting here starting to sweat even though it's cold outside so i got to get the fan going okay it is true if i eat raw tomatoes there's a good chance they're coming back up so if i order a sandwich you're making me a sandwich a hamburger whatever if by the time i realize it i'm about halfway through because i can feel my stomach i don't know why I don't care to know why. And more importantly, I don't know anyone a damn explanation. I just don't do well with raw tomatoes. And when I say that, there's always that one, I've seen you eat salsa. What do you want a fucking cookie? You, again, you're sitting here trying to correct me on who and what I am. It's like salads. True story. I don't like salads. Not a fan. Never have been. My sister, could eat them 24-7. I may eat a salad twice a year. Just not a fan. They're boring. So when I say, I actually don't like salad. I've seen you eat a salad! What do you gain by trying to correct me on the topic of me? Numbnuts. I do something twice a year. But some way, somehow, that's me secretly hiding how much I love salads. I just sit there with a piece of iceberg letters and I beat my meat with it. That's how much. No, I don't. I just sat here and told you I don't like it. Same thing here. Christians, why do you even bother talking to atheists if that's the bullshit that you're going to pull out of your booty hole? No, you, you, you believe in God. No, trust me. I know you said you don't. 
I know you're of sound mind, but I know you, even though I just met you, I know you better than you. Okay? You know that there's a God. You believe in him. You're just mad. So you're just going to pretend, la, 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 There is no, shut the fuck up. So, that's the first thing I said. Asserting that we know there's a God and we hate him and pretend he doesn't exist. That's your big flub up. Right there. Ron's response says who? Well, I thought, I, apparently I did not say, or I, I guess I'm the stupid one, right? Because when he said says who, my response was, I could have sworn that's what you said in the thread, right? Yeah, that's not what Ron meant. Yeah, yeah. When he said says who, he was referring to Flubbub. Who, in whose absolute standard is it wrong that I said what I said? Because here he goes. I know what I said. I'm asking who. As in, by what authority does your statement of what I said, why does that matter? My response was, well, to you, it doesn't matter. But it does to me. And no, you don't have to care what I say. Again, gang, I know this game. You know this game. I'm not saying go out there and attack Christians, but stop being nice. You know what they're going to say. By what absolute standard? I'm not even going to bother to look up the rest of the thread. Because it was me completing his sentences because they all say the same garbage. Right? Again, by what absolute standard? I don't believe in an absolute standard. Is that absolutely true? Please go fuck yourself. Right? That right there. And that's why the conversation cut off. And I'm not even going to look up the rest. Because then he wanted me to prove to him that I actually don't believe in a God. And I said, if me simply saying that I don't believe in a God is not good enough for you, you can see your way. Just go. And then, of course, it's like... L-O-L, arf, 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 L-O-L, emoji, emoji, P-O-N-D, shut the fuck up, Ron. He said that I couldn't prove to him that I actually don't believe in a God. And he, he was like, he dismissed me. He was like, well, bye. I was like, deuces. Peace, nigga, go and beat it. Skedaddle. I'm not playing that game. I'm not playing that game with Ron or with anybody else. Because again, if that apparently, because that's what Turk does. If that is philosophy gang, I'm not interested. I'm not interested. Again, I don't like avocados. Like, I really don't like avocados. When you say you don't like avocados in Austin, you might as well say that you don't like avocados. People look at, what? It's like, no, really, I don't like. Does that mean you don't like guacamole? Is guacamole made from avocados? Then I don't like avocados. You want to know why? Same thing with tomatoes. Gang, 60 some odd percent of the times if I eat a raw tomato, I'm going to puke violently. 93% of the times when I eat an avocado, I, I look like Jeff Goldblum's version of The Fly. <laughs> then it's fucking, you know, ate through his arm and stuff. You guys remember that? That's what I look like when I eat an avocado. I don't owe you an explanation. 
when they hit my tongue, there's no flavor. My tongue does not register. Registers pressure, but an avocado doesn't taste like anything to me. All I know is that when it hits the bottom of my stomach, I puke. There's going to be that one person who remembers the one time that I tried guacamole. They weren't there to see me puke. But then they say, I've seen you eat guacamole. Thank you for correcting me on the topic of me. Again, do, why do I even need to talk about Robert Christopher Reed? You seem to know him better than I do. Maybe you can introduce us. I would like to learn more. Go fuck yourself. So that was that thread game. Again, I'm not going to play this game with Ron or anybody else. If you think Turk is next level intelligent, enjoy. Go get him. Just do that stuff way over there. I'm not interested in what the hell it is you have to say. Especially when what it is you have to say is you asserting my position for me, you arrogant prick. Now, getting the next one up. Gang, there's a dude that I follow on Twitter. Yes, I hate myself this much. He's a Christian, and he's definitely an end times kind of Christian. Now, <clears throat> to my believers out there, you guys wonder why it is we call you a death cult. You want to know why we call you guys a death cult? Because you're a death cult. You guys are so focused on the end of your life. I swear to your God, you guys forget how to live. You do. You say some of the most insensitive crap. All because you're super excited about no longer breathing on this earth anymore. Because I remember one of the pastors who was trying to get me to come back to the flock when people found out I was an atheist. And I told him, like, dude, do you understand that if revelation goes down right now, it's not that Jesus is coming back and just sleep. I just built a professional. He puts everyone to sleep. Believers wake up. They're partying in heaven. Unbelievers wake up. We're going to hell. It's not how it works. And I said, you understand if Jesus comes back today, he's messing everybody up, Kenny. He's wiping every. You got three kids, Kenny. You got three kids. And if when they if they are here when Jesus comes back, according to Revelation, let's just say your kids are gonna have a very bad day. You know what I mean? I said something else, but now my videos are being eyeballed for monetization. I'm not going to get my channel snatched up. Read Revelation if you don't know what I'm talking about. But let's just say Jesus would do certain things to Kenny's kids. And I try to get, drive that home. It's like, you understand. that? Okay, fine. Your kids are believers. But it's not going to be a peaceful ending. Kenny, do you understand that? And I'll never forget, gang, he just kind of paused and his eyes got glassy-eyed thinking about Jesus taking his sons out. And I'll never forget, and this is exactly what he said. He said, yeah. And I was like, we're done. We're, we are done. I'm serious. And I just I was like, dude, forget my number. Don't you ever. That was disgusting. 
I just sat there and I told you someone was going to come and hurt your kid. And your response was an enthusiastic, yeah. Like if you said, hey, big guy, tonight you get to have a dinner of tomahawk steak, a red wine so strong it paints, peels the paint off of walls, uh, a damn chocolate lava cake made by an expert level chocolatier. And oh yeah, before you go to bed, there is a redhead in your bed who could not spell morality if you spotted her 95% of the letters. Just anything goes, Jack. And I would say, yeah. Because <laughs> that's a great night. That's how Kenny responded when I told him Jesus was going to hurt his children. That's how excited he was. You know, I was like, and I'm serious. That was the last time I ever talked to the dude. It's like, I can't, I can't talk to you, man. I, I cannot talk to you. Gang, this dude, you know, Christ is coming. Is he even breathing heavy? I follow him and he's always posting, you know, the whole going to heaven thing. But the last week, he's been dark. He's been really dark. And some of the things that he's posted, it's like, dude, blink twice if you're okay. Because the one yesterday was all kinds of messed up. And then this one. The rain has started. It's time to get on the ark. And in big red letters, now. In other words, God's getting ready to wipe us all the F out. Because several posts ago, it was basically, time's up, Mother Grabber. God's coming down here, straight Rambo, John Jay style. And he's wiping everyone out. He's going to shoulder a 50 cal and just, just wipe everyone out. And it's quite literally, heaven or are you going to burn in hell forever? Which one? Are you ready to get on your knees yet and juggle God's nuts all in your mouth? He's coming down here and he's just going to wreck shop. But he loves me. And so he posted this one yesterday about the art. Do you know that the living God has already reconciled you back to himself? The scriptures say we are ambassadors for Christ. As though God did beseech us, beseech you by us. We pray you in God's, in Christ's stead. Be ye reconciled to God. If you are not reconciled, you remain a child of wrath. A child of wrath. Christians, do you guys ever notice how your God cannot make a move, either major or minor, without hurting people? Again, I told this to Bundy yesterday. I've said this on my shows many a times. The best part about religion is that it requires no commitment. Because if this is carried out in real life, say it with me, gang, for the one billionth time. You would call me a certified self-defense teacher with over 15 years experience. This is abusive talk. If you don't do what I tell you to do, I'm going to hurt you. My response to this one 
<clears throat> May I suggest you try another tactic? Your last several posts have done nothing but threaten people. Because you know why I said that? They have. He, he's been posting what I consider these very dark posts. Straight up. It's no longer the wink, wink or the nod, nod. It's straight up. If you don't get on your knees, God's going to hurt you. So his response was, God loves mankind and his word must come to pass. I pray the Lord manifest his love in you again, if it's possible, and yet all things are possible for God. My response, God loves us so much, he drowned the planet. Is that really love to you? You know what Sean's response was, gang? Yes. Absolutely. This is so sick, wicked world that deserves destruction and it shall come. The people can be saved today by Christ's works and blood. Eternity of peace <clears throat> and a new earth and righteousness. This is Satan's world and it ends and its end hastens. Let's read that again. The first part. So I asked this guy. God loves us so much that he drowned an entire planet. Men and women. Children. Toddlers. Gang. Two-year-olds. One-year-olds. But this is the party of pro-life, right? Chickens, kittens, dogs, puppies. Again, drowning is one of the worst ways to go. And God did it to everyone. And so I asked a very legitimate question. That's love to you? Sean's response, yes, absolutely. This is so sick, wicked world that deserves destruction. I got nothing for that game. I ended the thread after that. It's not a laughing matter to me. I got no jokes for that. This is what I do for a living. That's abusive language, right? Again, I'm not saying go out and do it, but how do you insult people who already hate themselves? And yes, Christians, you do. Yeah, I'm asserting your position for you. Because if you had any real sense of self-esteem, sense of self-worth, you wouldn't sit here and say crap like that, that you deserve to be hurt. You have the mindset of an abused spouse, of an abused significant other. You do. Because my response was, he loves you, so he hurts you. That's legit abusive language. I tapped out. I tapped out. I don't entertain these conversations, gang. I don't. Because someone came after me and said, look what you made me do. Abusive relationship 101. My response to that was, exactly. Exactly. When I asked Sean, is that what you really call love? He said yes. 
and then basically told me this. Oh, there's a response. What's going on here? What? Jesus age Christ. So this thread went on. Clearly, I'm not a part of it. Jesus. It's sick to see people jerking this dude off, saying, Amen, brother, and the blase and the glavenoids. Jesus Christ. What did James say? God, I don't even want to read it. But again, to wrap this portion up. God loves us so much that he drowned an entire planet. Again, dude, is this really what you call love? And he straight up said, yes, absolutely. Then called the world we live in sick and wicked, and it deserves to get all kinds of fucked up. Christian, you want to know why a good portion of this world is fucked up? You guys. You guys. You, you, you're so put out with being alive that you have to be stuck in this cosmic era there's nothing you, oh i saw a girl and i want to jerk off to her but oh i can't do that i just lost it i'm a horrible per the only disease it's not a disease the only disease that you have is that you're a human and this was clearly before i kind of quote unquote broke up with kenny dang it's kind of hard to move with it blind dog asleep on your lap buddy you're spoiled yeah, no shit, Sherlock. Back on top. And I remember talking to Kenny once, and I was like, dude, okay, so if I lust, that's a sin. He said, yeah. I'm not married, but I'm sexually active. That's a sin. Yeah. I drink. Some people may say I drink too much. He's telling me that's a sin. Yeah. And I just ran down this laundry list of stuff that makes me who and what I am. And I'll never forget. And I was like, so basically being a human is bad. Now, again, Christians, you're going to say, well, he wasn't a real Christian. Gang, Kenny was an actual pastor. Okay. If that's not a Christian, I don't know what is. You guys go and decide that crap. But I remember I said, so being a human. That's bad. I'll never forget Kenny was like, yes! Like all of a sudden, Robert was going to come back to the flock. He gets it now. And again, Christians, yeah, there's some bad stuff in this world, but you'll never guess what. There's some good stuff too. But according to your religion, you have to focus on all the crap that's just downright dirty and filthy. Why? Because then why did Jesus die? And I always like Todd Frill does it. <clears throat> they always went, have you ever been to a Chuck E. Cheese? Okay, yeah. Kids are hopped up on sugar. They've been eating chocolate cake, birthday cake, chugging it down with Mountain Dew and Coca-Cola. They're just acting like little demon-possessed bastards, right? Yeah. Kids steal. Kids, kids lie. Yeah. But then the first thing it always thinks I, that pops in my head is a video that you guys, I'm sure, have seen as well. There's a toddler. Yeah, the toddler doesn't have arms. The kid was born with an arm deformity. All, he had shoulders and he had hands that stuck out from there. No arms. 
and was put in the same crib with their infant sibling. The infant sibling was crying. Gang, the toddler scooched over, put the rubber nipple in his mouth, scoot it back to his baby sibling, flip the rubber nipple over, and put it in the toddler's mouth. You know what the toddler did? Stopped crying. You can sit here and focus on the kids at Chuck E. Cheese, or you can focus on that. Or you can take both and just do a balancing act and realize sometimes people are good and sometimes people are just rotten assholes. Yeah, it's going to happen. But you can't do that. All you're going to do is look for the negative. That's why this world has got to be wiped out, right? It's so wicked. It's so terrible. Well, it's probably like that because of you guys. Did you ever stop to think that maybe, one, you should start putting in just a little bit more good versus just focusing on all the bad? And then when you do some good stuff, give yourself some credit. Be like, hey, way to go, Johnny. Way to go, Susie. We did something good. But you won't even do that. I, I'm, I'm so terrible. I mean, I'm just a horrible person. The only reason why I did it is because Jesus told me. The majority of people in the United States think that they're garbage, that they can't do anything right. Everything that's bad about them is all them. Everything that's good about them is someone else. Again, that is quite literally abusive language. Again, Bitch, who's going to want your funky ass if not for me? Hmm? Remember what you looked like when I found you? Dusty? Didn't have any fresh threads? Nappy ass head? Then what? I gave you some dick, didn't I? Didn't I? Look at this house. Where, where, where are your funky ass friends? Still living in Section 8 housing. Huh? Jerking off crackheads for $5. You ain't shit. Where would you be if not for me? Huh? Who would want you? Talk some shit. Who's gonna want you if I put you out? Everything that you have, you think your friends are driving Teslas? No. They got a bus pass. Your friends ain't shit. Are you gonna complain? You ain't Wagyu beef. Your friends are eating goddamn generic raviolis out of a goddamn can. Where are you going to go if you leave here? Who's going to want you if not for me? Everything that's good about you, bitch, I gave you. Sound familiar, gang? If that situation in reality is what makes people pick up a phone and call me a seven-degree black belt to teach them how to fight, but yet... How many millions of people go and park their ass in the pews on Sunday and literally stand up and applaud when someone says the exact, you ain't shit, you ain't shit, you're going to burn in hell, but yo, yo, Jesus died for you, but you ain't shit, your mommy ain't shit, your daddy ain't shit, your granny ain't shit, your coach ain't shit, you ain't shit, now go on and give me some money. That's what happens, gang. Every Sunday, we pay a stranger to degrade us and tell us we ain't shit. But the good news is 
Jesus came and he died for your sins. Okay, next one up. I, I, I've done a show on the, I think I've done shows on this guy before. Dr. Daniel King. He's even responded to some of my stuff on Twitter. I'm kind of shocked. He's a Christian apologist, gang. And he sounds just like the rest of them. And by just like the rest of them, I mean he sounds like garbage. There, there's no defending these arguments. Now, I didn't get a lot of feedback, but I remember critiquing some crap <coughs> that he did in one of his short videos. Hold on. And he saw it. And he was like, well, which one did you critique and what did you say? And I forwarded him what I said about him and he watched it. I didn't get a lot of feedback, but I know he watched it. Gang, I just don't agree with the damn word this guy says. You want to know why? He's a damn Christian apologist. Here's another PhD, and I promise you, I haven't seen his video, but I promise you, he's just going to sound like the rest of them. Again, minor research is all it would take. Having honest conversations is all it would take for Christian apologists to change their tune, but they won't do it. Because I've got a product to sell. Buddy, where are you going? Do you want to walk it off? How do you not love the Q-tip? All right, hold on. Let him walk this off. Hold on. Say hello to your fan base, buddy. Yeah, walk it off, dude. Ah. All right, you guys ready? Hold on. Is the volume up? Roll the tape. That was loud. So the title of this one is, Is Christianity a Reasonable Faith? No, that's easy. Ah, I just saved this dude eight minutes of his life. No, Christianity is not reasonable. There's nothing reasonable about what comes out of the Bible. There's nothing reasonable about believing that you are a guilty sinner. You want to know why? Because there's no such thing as damn sin. This time I'm not going to say grow up. I'm going to say go get some damn self-esteem. Ah, okay. Ah, okay. So okay, this guy's got way better production value than I do. So I got to find a way to pick up my income off these damn videos. I got to step my game up. You guys ready? Roll the tape. There is much in the Christian faith that appears unreasonable. A baby born to a virgin... Pause the tape. No. No. Not much in the Christian faith. All of it. It is all garbage. It is a hot steaming pile of monkey crap. That is a story. That is a myth stacked upon a damn fairy tale. Roll the tape. A man comes back from the dead, a giant flood covers the whole earth, an angel shuts the mouths of the lions. All these miraculous events stand contrary to observed phenomena. But the faith of the Bible... Paul's the date. He's right. Everything he said, spot on. End your date, Daniel. There's nothing reasonable about any of that. Right, virgins don't get pregnant. There are no angels, so they didn't come down and shut a lion's... None of it. 
In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. Right there. Done. 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 The opening line of the Bible, it's all sitting on some bullshit. So no. But let's see how it is. He finds a way to turn the unreasonable into reasonable. Roll the tape. It's not antithetical to reason. Christian faith is not willing to believe something despite evidence to the contrary. Rather, faith in Christ is built on the foundation of who Jesus is, what he has done, and what he continues to do in the lives of those who believe him. If one allows for the evidence and experience that there is a God who can do miracles, as the Bible clearly shows, then Christian faith is reasonable. Reason... Wait, pause the take. Did he mean to say that out loud? Did you guys catch that? So basically what I just heard was, as long as you're willing to accept this foolishness, then yeah, all this stuff is true. Hold on, let's... Hold on. I want to make sure I didn't flub that up. Roll the tape. If one allows for the evidence and experience that there is a God who can do miracles, as the Bible clearly shows, then Christian faith is reasonable. Re Pause the tape. I'm right. That's what he just said. As long as you're willing to basically suspend all belief or all reality, then yeah, everything in the Bible just seems to be, yeah, spot on correct. What seems to be the problem? He really said that. I'm going to rewind that one more time. Roll the tape. If one allows for the evidence and experience that there is a God who can do miracles, as the Bible clearly shows, then Christian faith is reasonable. Reason and faith are often presented as opponents, especially by atheists. But Christians know that reason is not opposed to faith. St. Augustine wrote, I believe in order to understand. He also frequently quoted a version of Isaiah 7, 9. Unless you believe, you cannot understand. August Robert Reed says, prove it. Robert Reed says, prove it. Again, those are the two words that crush all theistic arguments. Prove it. I don't want to hear about apostles dying bravely. I don't want to hear, how do you think you got here? I don't want to hear people say, well, if you just accept it, then it automatically comes true. And I remember there was a story from R.N. Raw. Was it Pentecostal? I think it was a Pentecostal church. And everyone went up there and just person after person. After, they were either speaking in tongues or something like that. And Aaron got up and it was almost his turn. And he, you know, tugs the robe or the whatever of the pastor, the leader, whatever. And he was like, oh, there, there's something wrong here. I, I, I don't feel this. What, what's, what's wrong? What's going on? You know what the pastor or the leader said to Aaron Raw? Dude, just fake it. We all do. You guys think I'm bullshit? Look that story up. That's what this is. As long as you're willing to believe that a dead man came back to life, then yeah, then we'll be good to go. Again, prove it. Prove it. Don't tell me. I just have to jump head first into this garbage. Prove it. Roll the tape. Dean said that understanding is the reward of faith. Therefore, seek not to understand that you may believe, but believe that you may understand. And so... Pause the tape. I'm right. Believe so that you can understand. Again, 
suspend reality, believe this stuff first, then you'll sound just like Dr. Daniel King. That's exactly what Side Tim Bruggen Kate preaches, gang. The whole lean not on your own understanding. And he'll straight up say, I know I sound crazy. I know this stuff sounds just like wacko. But I'm not going to lean on my own understanding. Because to my mind, it doesn't make sense that a teenage girl that's never gotten dick got pregnant. But if I just tell myself that this stuff is real, dot, 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 that's exactly what he's saying, gang. Roll the tape. Also applied reason to questions of faith. He believed faith was the beginning of knowledge and that once someone accepts a truth by faith, they can learn more about it through reason. As a result, one's faith becomes greater as one applies reason to what one believes. He said, nor do I seek to understand that I may believe, but I believe that I may understand. For this too, I believe that unless I first believe, I shall not understand. Aquinas argued God can be known through both faith and reason. Truth about God is known through two ways, natural revelation and supernatural revelation. Reason discovers what can be known about God from the natural world. Faith discovers what can be known about God supernaturally, through the Bible, through miracle. Okay, I've always had a problem with the definite, with the term supernatural. Because if it happens in the natural world, gang, it's natural. We may not be able to explain it yet, but it's natural, right? Again, but this is an apologist, a doctor, a PhD. People actually think that this man sounds smart. Roll the tape. Through prayer and other ways of meeting God. Rather than being opponents for Aquinas, faith and reason are allies. Both faith and reason can lead to God. However, in matters of faith and reason, one must follow either Plato or Aristotle. Either one begins with faith by receiving a word from on high, or one begins with reason, which is a word from within. When using faith, a person begins with what God has chosen to reveal, and then works their way down from on high in order to understand themselves and their world here. Pause the tape. I have a problem with the whole faith thing. No, no, I, I don't. I know. Yeah, I'm making the claim, fuck faces. I know that faith is a horrible fuel to try to utilize if you're trying to ascertain truth. It is. Because again, the Hindu has just as much faith as the Christian. Except the Christian is going to be arrogant enough to sit here and say... The Hindu is wrong. I'm pretty sure the Hindu would probably say the same, but I live in the Bible Belt, so all I hear is Hindus are wrong. And I, there's one person in particular, every time it comes up, she always just says, says the same thing. Hinduism is wrong because it's polytheistic. They've got more than one God. And I'm like, so? Well, everyone knows that Jesus Christ is the only way. to really Shut the fuck up. You both have a faith claim, okay? They've got a God with an elephant's head. You've got a dead Jew. As far as I'm concerned, both of you are just talking out of your booty hole. 
Right? So again, if you're going to sit here and say, well, you got to lean on faith, the blase and the glavenoidal processes, I'm just not impressed. I'm just simply put, not impressed. I, faith is a horrible fuel to use. If you're trying to motor your vehicle to the destination of truth, it, it is just a horrible fuel. Roll the tape. Oh, this deductive approach was used by Anselm. When using reason to understand God, a person begins with what is seen with the eyes here below and then works their way up to understand who God is. This inductive approach was used by Aquinas. In the inductive approach, reason leads to faith. In the deductive approach, faith leads to reason. No, pause the tape. According to Robert Reed, shut your mouth. Shut your mouth. No. Reason does not lead you to a God. Not unless you're going to use the Uncle Bobby uh, newly coined logical fallacy. And that's just God dry humping shit. Right? It's a beautiful day outside. God. My wife had a baby for me. The sucker was healthy. She's in perfect recovery. God. You, you, you're mad that people be are raped. That proves objective morality. God, now, it, it does not matter what, my dog took his shit, God, again, no, reason does not lead to faith, reason leads to more logic, which leads to knowledge, and nowhere on that road, gang, will you find faith, because again, Hindus believe some dude jumped on the back of damn Pegasus, rode up to goddamn the moon, hi Karate chop that shit smooth in half. If I tell that to a Christian, they will laugh. Then I'll be like, dude, you actually believe some sucker took a piece of wood, put it in the Red Sea, the shit's split in half. Well, Robert, absolutely. Every single last one of you has got a faith claim. And I'm going to tell you something. It all sounds like garbage. You know how we all make fun of Scientology? Xenu. Thetans being buried underneath the volcano. Christians, your stuff doesn't sound any better. Just that your stuff is the nut job crap that we're all used to hearing. Like me and Bundy said yesterday, we are so ingrained to believe that Christianity is the only way to anything that even atheists still like, hey, well, I mean, hold on, hold on. We, we can't make fun of them. They're Christians. Like, you know, actually, yes, we can. Watch me. So no, he's our, just, we're not making it through this tape. Roll the tape. And neither are faith and reason opposed. According to John Locke, to believe something apart from reason is an insult to our maker, the one who created reason. Anything Galileo but wrote, I do not feel obliged to believe that same God who endowed us with sense, reason, and intellect had intended for us to forego their use. The Bible commands us to love the Lord your God with all of your mind. Thus, the Christians should strive to use, understand, and improve his ability to reason. God wants us to be rational. Reason is not contrary to faith. Rather, it should be positive. If the Christian God wants people to be rational and still say, that the world was created in six days by a white dude in a robe 
who basically just used dictation and God wants us to use reason? No, he doesn't. No, he does not. If your God is making you say that as long as I roll around in somebody else's blood, that makes me a better person, that's not reason. It's just not. And I'm not going to sit here and listen to some slap nuts tell me that it is. Roll the tape. Complimentary to faith. But faith is bigger than reason. Most humans do not believe because of reason. They believe based on emotion, feelings, intuitions, prejudices, and impressions. They believe because of what is in their hearts. Pause the tape. In my opinion, we believe because that's what we were taught to believe. I said to Bundy yesterday, I'm actually shocked I didn't start crying. When uh, mom saw my tattoo on my form, can you guys hold on? Let's. When mom saw that tattoo, she asked what it was, and I said, it's a symbol for atheism. It's like, what's atheism? It's like, well, that means, mom, I don't believe in a God. No one's God. Her response was, I'm too afraid not to. Now, gang, again, only in religion is that an okay thing for my mom to say. Again, this, this isn't just because she passed away. I'm nuts. Not at all. Anyone who knows me, they will tell you. He has been viciously protective of his mom since day one. Since day one. I don't care what you, I told you, when I want your opinion about my mom, I'm going to fucking give it to you. Until that, all you can ever say about my mom, she was fantastic. That was the most beautiful woman on the planet. I was like, you know what? You're right. We are done here. That's all you have to say about my mom. I don't want to hear anything else. And I was like, again, only in religion is that okay? Because again, if my mom was like, I was like, mom, let's go. So our favorite restaurant to go to was Bay C's. They loved my mom there. And again, they always said the same thing. Whatever mama wants, right? She always goes like, can I get a number seven? But I want to bring some extra fish home to my husband. Uh, can you put extra bread? Can you do this? And it didn't matter what they said. What she said, they always said, anything for mama. Anything for mama. They, they treated my mom like a goddess, right? So let's say I was like, mom, let's go to Bay Seas. And I, I, would I would love to go to Bay Seas, Chris, but I'm too afraid to go there. I'm like, why? Well, if I go there, I think the manager will hurt me. Mom, give me 20 minutes. Let's just say things would be different. Okay? <laughs> Chris, I don't want to go into... In case you guys don't know, the only people who call me Robert are the people in Austin and online. If you would like to, knock yourself out. My full name is Robert Christopher. Everyone actually calls me Chris. It's like, well, Chris, I don't want to go into here. Well, why not, Mom? Well, I'm afraid of what will happen if I go because that person doesn't like me. Give me 10 minutes. What the fuck's the matter with you? Right? You're going you're gonna to hurt my mom? Not while I'm alive. Absolutely not. And I have proven that to be true. Again, say something about my... Go ahead. Watch how that turns out for you. Right? Again, there are things that are only allowed 
in a religious context, right? Again, I, I just got talked about my. I always get distracted when I let's roll the tape. Hold on. Leave based on emotion, feelings, ah, intuitions, yes. prejudice. Pause the tape. That's where I was going with that. In my opinion, we believe <clears throat> mainly because for most of us. That was shoved in our head when we were this big, when the tops of our head was still soft. Somebody taught my mom that if you don't believe in this stuff, bad things are going to happen. And I remember saying this to Bundy when we were talking about, you know, family and beliefs. And it's like, I, I don't believe I would ever get that you're going straight to hell, but there's that laughable come that I think we've all heard. That when you find out someone doesn't believe in God, like, oh, let me move on. That's, I don't want to be there when the lightning strikes. Okay, that's a threat, whether you realize it or not. So if you ask me, and you are because you're on my channel, thank you so much. The majority of us believe because this is what we were taught. And we were taught that if you don't believe this, you're going to get hurt. Just like Sean. About to belch. I do the belch. Hashtag a professional. It's a threat. The God proposition is intergalactic equivalent of Ike Turner. Roll the tape. This in impressions. They believe because of what is in their heart. When the Bible talks about the heart, it isn't referring to the physical organ that pumps blood but to a center in the essence of a person. The Apostle Paul reminds us that it is with the heart that one believes. Because of what is in a Christian's heart, she believes in God. Because of what is in an atheist's heart, he does not believe in God. This makes it hard to reason either with the Christian or the atheist out of their deeply held beliefs. Again, pause the tape. I don't believe in a God because when you show me your evidence, it does not lead to a proof. Again, when you say things that are as philosophically deep and profound as, how do you think you got here? My response is, do you see that guy? Podcaster, just as I can see my family. Do you see that guy? Yeah. See that woman right there? Yeah. About 50 years ago, he fucked her. He pumped her full of man mayonnaise. Uh, a whole bunch of swimmers, they didn't make it. Because my mom's vag, just like every other vag, it's acidic. And it's built to kill off the little fucking swimmers, the little fucking dad poles. But one of those little fuckers made it all the way through, whirled the little fucking egg, the egg got stuck to the goddamn wall like fucking overcooked pasta. Then you'll never guess what. I showed up. So when you sit here and you say things like, how do you think you got here? And I give you the actual biological answer. Then you say, no, you know what I mean. Look at the trees. Is rape always wrong? Pizza sleeps fast under the West, therefore the mudge. You present all this evidence. I just think that evidence is all sitting on some bullshit. So I just don't buy it. It's just really that simple. Right? So when he says... The atheist doesn't believe because of what's in his heart. Mm, I'm always going to fill in that blank because I don't trust Christian apologists. Roll the tape, buddy. What are you doing? 
As Jonathan Swift, the Irish author, pointed out, it is useless to attempt to reason a man out of a thing he was never reasoned into. Pascal wrote, the heart has its... Pause the tape. You, that's a cheap shot, right? I've heard that before, especially on the likes of a face Frank Turek, right? Is it true? They, were, they don't believe in it because they were never reasoned into it. No. Face, I was reasoned into it. I had it beaten my skull just like everyone the hell else. But I grew out of it because I realized I was lied to. Right? It's not that I wasn't reasoned into it. My path looks like a hell of a lot of other people's. Except I just jumped off that path because I don't believe what you're telling me. It's just really that simple. Roll the tape. Reasons which reason does not know. We feel it in a thousand things. I say that the heart naturally loves the universal being and also itself naturally, according as it gives itself to them, and it hardens itself against one or the other at its will. You have rejected the one and kept the other. Is it by reason that you love yourself? It is the heart which experiences God and not the reason. This then is faith. God felt by the heart, not by reason. Faith could be called a sixth sense. The idea of a sixth sense is a sense that operates beyond our five... Pause the tape. Faith can be called some bullshit. That's all it is. Again, Christians, there are thousands, literally thousands, of other practicing religions on the planet right now. Every single last one thinks they are the ones that are right. Again, I say this every single time it comes up with the Christian. I will spot you the big ones. Christianity, Judaism, Islam, Hinduism. Now do me a favor. Name 10 religions, not those. Go ahead, I'll wait. So far, I'm batting an offer. Not a single Christian can name 10 other religions. That's not a lot, gang. Because again, there are thousands go to your nearest christian and ask them who is ogun go ahead ask the average christian who is ogun they can't tell you so if you don't know who ogun is how do you know that ogun is not the one right so it, this is all bullshit faith 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 it's garbage it is a horrible fuel if you're trying to travel down the road and your destination is truth and honesty. Because for those that believe that Ogun is real and those that believe in Jesus, their faith systems are the same. And me as the unbeliever, I can't tell which one is right. So, you know what I say to both? I just don't buy it. Roll the tape. Senses of sight, touch, taste, hearing, and smell. Even so, faith does not go against reason. Faith goes beyond reason. But you Pause the tape. Gang, I'm having a horrible about a seven or eight day stretch. I actually have diagnosed irritable bowel syndrome. Irritable, irritable bowel syndrome. I do. 
stuff that came out of my booty hole went right before I started taping. Brown smells really bad, about six inches a piece. Horrible. Clogged up the toilet. That's a bouquet of flowers. Do you believe me? Or do you think it was a pile of shit that clogged up my toilet? You can call it whatever you want, Christians. It's still shit. Right? So, I mean, stop it. Just stop it. You can call faith whatever you want to call it. A sixth cent, it says that. It is still the shit that I flushed down my damn toilet. It is, again, I cannot tell you apart from any other damn religion. Roll the tape, buddy, stop all this. In faith, we sense things in the spiritual realm. When he sense a truth by faith, we do not need to experience it with our other our other senses to know that it's real. This truth can be demonstrated by how we use our other senses. When you see a building off in the distance, you don't have you don't doubt its existence until you're close enough to touch it or taste it and smell it. No, you believe the building is there even when only one sense confirms that it is real. When you smell a delicious barbecue, you don't need to see the meat roasting before you Pause the tape. Christians, if your God was one one hundred as evident as a damn building, you would end atheism tonight. If your God was half as detectable as the unmistakable and delicious scent of barbecue on a pit of coals that are burning, you would end atheism tonight. No, I'm not denying your God for unrighteous reasons. Shut your mouth. You know what? Pause the tape. End the this is all the same crap. Christians, no, no. Faith is horrible. It is terrible. Because I can't tell you from anyone the hell else. Gang, Uncle Bobby has only given you actually one big motherfucking problem. So as a result, Uncle Bobby's going to give you one big mother solution. Christianity, shut the hell up. I get, I get mad for the exact same reasons I got enthusiastic about talking garbage to my LGBTQ plus family members. Because back then, I thought I was doing the right thing. Turns out, again, I wasn't part of the problem. I was the problem. I was taught throwing homophobic slurs at gay people was the kindest message I could possibly give them. Then I woke up and I realized I'm a piece of shit. So I changed. So the fire in my belly that you guys hear, I just built. It's kind of the same energy. Because Christians, you've been lied to. And as long as someone like Daniel King is telling you, no, 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 just take your reason, wipe your booty hole with it, throw it in the garbage, just use faith, you're being lied to. If I told your average everyday Christian that just last night I died, actually, 
there's no need for an example. I remember saying this to two Christians trying to get me back to the flock. I said the exact same thing. Faith is a trash-ass fuel system. And gang, I've done this so many times that I can tell, because it's obvious, not that I'm smart, when someone is just saying yes to say consistent with a bad script. Because I remember, it's like, okay, that, do you like, that's your friend, right? Yeah, that's my friend. If she told you that she put on a Superman costume last night and flew around the world, you know, like in Superman. You guys remember when Lois Lane died? Gang, that was superior acting. Did you guys know that Christopher Reeves is Juilliard? And so he sat there in that red-ass car. You remember that? He threw the fucking car door off, and he got the rocks out and out of the way, and he's sitting there with Lois Lane, and he was all gentle, and her head was like, oh. And he put her down. And remember, you guys remember that? And he sat there and he realized that Lois Lane was dead. You guys remember that? Oh, that was all kind of, I still get goosebumps, right? And he sat there and he's like, no, 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 no. And his monkey ass flew up there. And was it like Marlon Brando was his dad and shit? He's like, it is forbidden for you to interfere with human history. And you know what he said? Fuck you, dad. My girl is dead. So you know what he did? You guys remember that? His monkey ass flew around the world and spun it backwards and spun time, right? And the earth did like this, right? Then Superman realized Lois Lane is still alive. So you know what he did? He flew his monkey ass around the world again. Except this time put time back in order. Superman saved the day. I told her, what if your friend said, and you have to take it on faith, that I flew around the world last night in a Superman costume? Do you know what she told me? I would believe her. I was like, no, you don't. You're just trying to be consistent with your dumbass story. Christians, you've been lied to, right? Gang, what was the first one up? I'm not even going to stink and look. Right? The first one up was, maybe I do need a look. I'm not that smart, and I'm kind of tired. Hold on. No, yeah, I think the first one up, now that we're going to go out of order, I don't even care. With Sean, shut your mouth, dude. Yeah, I'm out of order. Let's just do this. Again, you guys worship Ike Turner, O.J. Simpson, Scott Peterson. I'm not even saying that as a joke. Every Sunday, how many people... Park themselves in the pews to hear that you ain't shit. Now, bitch, open up your pocketbook and give me money. Thank me for telling you that you ain't shit. That happens every Sunday, gang. You should be afraid. And unless you get up and say, I ain't shit, you can't run for president in this country. And Sean is sitting here just been lobbing threats all week. It's time to get on the ark. And again, I straight up say, dude, is that your definition of love? Someone who threatens to hurt you? His answer was quite literally, yes, absolutely. I backed out. Christianity teaches you that you ain't shit. You're terrible. Everything that's bad about you is you. 
Everything good about you, that's someone else. Gang, it's what I do for a living. That example that I pulled that I'm not going to do again, that's, that's no different. Who would want you if not for me? Where would you go if you leave here? The only thing that's good about you, bitch, is me. Right? Gang, the next one up was the sucker who sat there and quite literally defended the likes of fuckface Frank Turek. Shut the fuck up. I'm not going to sit here and play this game because I don't care. And again, if that is philosophy, I, I, I'm done with philosophy. I'm not going to sit here. Again, so, okay. Um, no need for an example. There, there, there. I don't believe in a God. Well, I mean, oh, what do you mean by that? Well, what do you mean by that? I mean, I'm going to answer your question, but just, Calvinist guy, what do you mean by that? What, what, uh, what do you mean by I? I mean, uh, what do you mean by believe? Uh, what do you mean in I don't? Uh, what do you mean by God? If I have to sit here and literally define every word in my damn sentence, fuck you. That's just a stupid, distractionary damn topic. And I told this fuckface, I don't believe in your God. I'm not lying when I tell you that. Wrong response? Prove to me that you're not lying. No. No. It's for the same reason why I don't go to football games. I don't belong there. I'm boring. I sit in my living room like I did yesterday. After I got from Bundy, cleaned my house, cooked my food, and I sat with gin and a tumbler. And when something happened on the TV, I said, that just happened. I don't get up and yell. I don't do the wave. I don't scream at my TV. The players can't hear me. But the game needs that energy. I distract from that energy. So I stay my black ass here. Apparently, philosophy needs someone to say, Ooh, what do you mean by that? Oh, what do you mean by that? Oh, what do you mean by that? Oh, I mean, if there is no God, what's wrong with raping a child? For if that is philosophy, I'm out. And if being a strong Christian philosopher is you going to assert what I believe, like you know me better than I do, like the people who argue that I actually like salads because they saw me eat a salad one fucking time, I, I just, we're done. I'm not going to talk to you. I told you I don't believe in a God. Well, you need to prove to me. Actually, no, I don't. Well, you have to. You need to pump the brakes. All I have to do in this world is stay black and die. Everything else is a choice. If you want something from me, motherfucker, you better ask me nicely. I don't have to do shit. Okay, last one up, and last but not least, Daniel King, shut your mouth. That was just garbage. But he's a Christian apologist, so what are we going to expect? Gang, I walk with a really bad lip. I actually have a cane in my house, in my car, and I leave one at work. I'm not joking when I tell you my body's racked with pain. So when I get out of this chair and I run the 100 meter dash in 27 seconds, no one's going to be surprised. No one is going to be surprised. My point is, when a Christian apologist opens up their damn mouth and they spew nothing but hot, hot steaming garbage... Why are we shocked? Why are we shocked when Daniel King, when Turek, when Craig, when Bruggen Kate, when Durbin, when Comfort, when Cameron, when they all get up and they talk, when are we going to stop acting shocked and surprised? 
This is what they do. They lie. They twist words. They play mental gymnastics. And more importantly, they just, they're, all their arguments are just sitting on some bullshit. When your argument is the same as a third grader who just got caught eating cookies and they're lying so that you don't whip them and that's your battle strategy, right? Did you eat those cookies? What's a cookie, cookie? If your kid said that, you'd beat the dog snot out of them. You would. You wouldn't sit there and play that game. I I think that rape is bad. Well, prove to me that rape isn't. I'm a 50 year old man, and I just told this sucker I don't believe in a god. Well, now you have to prove to me that you actually don't believe. And I'm like, actually, no, I don't. And you know what you can do? You can get off this damn thread. So Ron got off that damn thread. Uh, Daniel King, Turek, they all do that. Again, if that is philosophy, gang, I'm not a philosopher. I'm not interested. Like my dad, I'm interested in the bottom line. Because in reality, that's all that matters. I don't care about your absolute I don't care about your subjective versus relative versus all this other crap. All that matters is the bottom line. When we start talking about the bottom line, then we can start making some real progress. But no, Christians, please continue. Please continue to stand over there in your corners, jerk off all over yourself that you can talk about objective, subjective, blah, 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 but no one you think the world is terrible. Because you guys aren't doing enough to chip in to help with the actual bottom line. And the bottom line is this thing that we call reality. <laughs> no, you're not terrible. No, you're not a sinner. No, you don't deserve bad things. And yes, they're good shit about you. And you need to take credit for the stuff that is good about you. But you're not going to do it. So the rest of us have to do your damn heavy lifting. If you want this world to be better Christians work to make it better. Stop wishing for the end of the damn universe so you can go party with your intergalactic overlord. Stop complaining that this world is fallen and broken and instead work to make it better. Realize that you aren't near as bad as what you actually think. Have some self-esteem. Knock the dust off. Make an actual friend. Listen when we talk to you about us. Hug us. Respect us. We'll do the same. Let's hold hands and make this thing a better place. If you think this world is fallen and it's not, why not just work to make it better? Instead of working your ass off to bring on the end so you can go party with some dude you've never met. I'm standing right here in front of you and I say, be my friend. Let's work to make this better. Yeah, one day we're going to die, but we can hand this world off to the generation after us in a better condition than where we found it. And that, Christians, is the bottom line. All right, gang, the big guy's held you long enough. He's signing the hell off. Gin and truth. Let's go.